Your business exists because you had the idea to start it. Everything begins in our minds. That's why your business results cannot outgrow your current level of thinking. Do you want to serve more clients, make more money, without working more or burning yourself out? Grow yourself first as a leader of your business, because that's who you are, a leader, even if you're the only person in your business right now. When you lead yourself first, the business results will always follow. My name is Maggie Perotkin. I'm an international business and leadership coach, an expert in business mindset, strategy, and high performance. I created the Diamond Effect podcast to help you elevate your thinking, expand your perspective, and through it, grow your business without overwhelm. So let's get started. Hello, hello, my wonderful listeners, Diamond Effect leaders. Welcome to Diamond Effect episode number 128. Today, I want to talk about the importance of celebrating your big and small successes and not discounting them. And this podcast is as much for me as it is for you, high achievers, and also for my clients. And here is where it came from. First of all, me being a high achiever, I definitely have tendencies to just focus on what's ahead of me, the next goal to hit, the next thing to accomplish. And I really need to reel myself in to slow myself down and pause and also celebrate to things that I've accomplished and take a moment and enjoy that moment because those moments don't come back, right? We move from one level to another or from one moment of our life and in business to another, and they don't always repeat themselves. So when we don't celebrate those little things, we're robbing ourselves from possibility of enjoying those moments and being in those moments. So I definitely have that challenge and I need to be very conscious and aware of it to be able to just enjoy. And of course, my clients have the same challenges. So as I was saying last week, I was organizing strategic planning event for my clients. And day one, the first part of that event was specifically intentionally set to celebrate the wins, big and small, whatever, Everybody had to find some wins, even if their brain would tell them they didn't have enough or they didn't have any wins. And what happened was that some of my clients skipped that step by, hey, before, because we meet every week, I caught them and we did that part of the strategic planning together during our coaching sessions. What I realized is how powerful this exercise was for them as it was for me. And I decided to create this episode to really entice you to do it. So I'll walk you through the exercise for you to do it for yourself, but I will also tell you my client's experience. So the first part of the exercise was for them to come up with 10 things, big or small, that they've accomplished and wanted to celebrate with me during the coaching session. And what I told them is, It cannot be your child graduating from school. It's great. You can celebrate that, but they've accomplished that, right? They learned and put their effort into graduation, not you. (laughs) 
So it has to be something you've accomplished, big or small, a mixture of business and personal things. But of course, because I'm a business coach, I was pushing them to find more business than personal things, but a mixture. So minimum 10. And I can tell you some of my clients where I can't do it. I don't have 10 things. It's going to be hard. But if you sit with it, long enough, and that long enough doesn't have to be longer than 30 minutes, I promise you, you will find the things. And when you list them at the end, when you see that list, that's why it's so important to write it down, to actually see it where your brain sees it from like almost independent perspective. It detaches itself from just having it in your mind, in your thinking. Then for 30 seconds, look at that list and think how you feel about it. What are the emotions, feelings that are coming up? And for my clients, it was pride and confidence and realizing how resourceful and smart they are and not even realizing, but reminding themselves, okay? Because our negative brain loves, loves to tell us every day how inadequate we are, how we're not going fast enough, how we don't have it figured out when everybody else does. It loves to compare us to other people, usually people who seem more successful than we are. And we hear that chatter all day long. So reminding yourself how actually amazing you are and how much you can accomplish in a year, it's very powerful. Now, one realization that one of my clients had, which was amazing, I thought, so I'm going to share with you, was that by looking at her accomplishment, she realized not only she can do hard things, but the hard things can also be fun. And she can bring that to her business. So the realization was she used to run marathons. And then at some point she stopped. It was just too taxing on her body. But this past year, her son wanted to run a marathon as well. And he's already a young adult. So of course, he doesn't live with her. And she agreed to help him accomplish that goal. And she said, we had so much fun. We spent so much time together. And yes, it was hard, right? Preparing for a marathon, running a marathon is super hard. And we had fun. That made her realize that she can do the same in her business, right? She can do hard things and grow it and do the things that her brain doesn't want her to do and have fun at the same time. And then one more, I have a client who we've done that. And when we listed all those things, she realized how much foundation she put into her business. So she was going through for the past couple of years, like a transition in her business. So she had to rebuild a bunch of stuff. And what happens is when you go through that is that you're not necessarily seeing the income or client results right away when you're putting certain foundations or have to rebuild certain things. So it's very easy for the brain to say, well, you're not doing well, it's not working, you know, that rebuild, and then it seems harder than it is. When she looked at how much she's done, I told her like, there's no way that 2024 is not going to be amazing for you. You're so prepared to just jump off that foundation and speed up. So I want to invite you to do it for yourself, okay? List at least 10 things that you've created personally and in your business this year, big or small, does not matter. And then look at them 
and just feel the feelings that come up. And then take those feelings into planning for 2024. Because what kills the celebration and joy the most is a not doing it and letting your negative brain diminish everything you've accomplished and forget and just focus on what else you need to do and where else you're still not there, right? So stay in that lack and insufficiency as opposed to you seeing how much you've accomplished and be in that full sufficient, abundant almost place. Also what kills the joy and celebration is comparison. And my brain likes to do that too. And I will share with you that especially when I, you know, I have coaches that are like one of the best coaches in the world. And of course, they attract a lot of successful coaches, other coaches or entrepreneurs into the rooms, into the containers that they coach. So as a coach who relatively is relatively new in their business, with their business, not in coaching, I've coached people for many years in my corporate world, but in my business and relatively in the beginning stages, 90% of people that I hang around with you could say are more successful than me in terms of where their business is at, how far they've come and so on. It's so easy to fall into comparison traps in those rooms. But I put myself there in purpose so I can see what's possible. So I can force my brain to see if they can do it, I can do it and learn from them, not only from our coach, but from them. Anyhow, when that comparison happens, what your brain does is that it removes the merit from your own accomplishments. It wants to tell you that your accomplishment are not good enough, not far enough, not fast enough, not enough in many, many ways. But when that happens, when you compare yourself to others, you undermine your own journey because truly we can't know somebody else's journey fully. You don't know what they've been through or what they haven't been through to get where they are. And your journey has equal merit, is equally valid, equally deserving of you being proud of it, of you celebrating it as somebody else's journey and them being proud of it and them celebrating it. So just as I was told by one of my coaches, I'm telling you, your success has its own merit. It's not smaller or less of because somebody else's success looks bigger or greener for your brain, right? Our brain likes to think that there's grass is greener on the other side. That's like typical thing. You've overcame your challenges to get to where you are. You have had your own journey. Own it. Accept it. And feel proud. Don't deprive yourself from this opportunity and joy of celebration. Your successes are big on their own and other people's successes do not diminish what you've accomplished. Again, it's, it has its own merit. It's such a powerful, powerful coaching that I was given that I'm giving you. And then when you feel those feelings of pride and confidence and realizing or reminding yourself that you can do hard things and actually have fun with them, then from there, go and build even stronger belief in yourself that you can achieve even bigger and better successes in 2024, okay? So now, since I want to practice, I guess, what I preach, 
And as an introvert, it's definitely hard for me to share my successes publicly because my brain also offers me, oh, you shouldn't be boasting. What if other people read your successes and feel bad about themselves? All those things. And I'm definitely one that doesn't want to hurt anybody, that wants everybody to be happy and so on. But first of all, you can't control what other people will think about you or your successes or your life or whatever. It's impossible. Second of all, as somebody else told me when I was sharing my story just in my during my birthday month, is that your journey can actually inspire people to see themselves being able to accomplish similar things to what you have accomplished because they've wanted and they're scared and so on. And when you share that, it inspires them. And for me, when I think about it, that one person being inspired is worth all the other people who feel bad or angry at me or whatever. So there we go. I'm going to share what I've written in my workbook for the celebration. First one in my business is that this year I've crossed the six-figure line. As much as my brain did not want to celebrate that and wanted to diminish this because it was comparing with all the other successful coaches that I hang out with who make way more money, way faster and so on, when I actually looked at my own journey, it blows my mind how fast I was able to do it. So when I came to Canada as an immigrant and I found my first job, I actually found it in an office setting. It was a bilingual customer service representative. And I was taking calls from buildings and people were like calling saying, my toilet is broken and the car drove into a bank branch and smashed everything. Or my light is out. or I'm locked out in my office and all those things. So I would take those calls, figure out what was going on. And then we would call contractors to go and fix whatever was going on. I remember my very first salary was $37,500 Canadian a year. I thought I won a lottery. Up to that point in Poland, I was making like maybe three or five thousand dollars a year. Okay, I was making three or five. I don't remember any my thousand dollars like in comparison, right, from Polish currency to Canadian currency a year. So I thought I won a lottery. I also thought I won a lottery because when I came, everybody was saying, well, you don't have Canadian experience, even though you're educated and speak English, it's very hard to find a job for an immigrant to Canada that's, let's say, office and relatively way paid with vacation. And unfortunately, many immigrants do experience that where they have to take on jobs way, way beyond their skill level, what they could do because of that. But I was lucky enough to have found a manager, a lady who believed in me regardless whether I had Canadian experience or not, and hired me for that position, even though herself she said, Maggie, you're overqualified for this position, but I'm still going to give it to you. And I started my corporate journey at least at like an entry-level clerk corporate. So I thought I won a lottery. Now, to go from that $37,500 to early six figures, so to cross the six-figure line, it took me 10 years, 10 years of very often hard work, a lot of overtime, a lot of stress, proving myself over and over and over. 10 years, people. 
Okay. And then it took me another three to just grow it, three or four, to grow it like by 30%, right? So like by the time I left my corporate job, I was like maybe 150, I think. 150, I don't remember with the bonus and stuff. So when I compare this to my coaching business, look at that. When I started working full-time in my coaching, so I left, I ran my business on the side a little bit while I was in corporate, but it wasn't, you know, I wasn't making a lot of money because I also didn't have as much power to focus on it. I had a very demanding corporate job. I was doing also an executive MBA. So I was in school. I had my kids were so much younger and so on. So at the point when I left my job, I actually only made $30,000 the previous year working in it part-time. So I was actually sort of like, if you think about it, or I was kind of making less to when I started my corporate journey by $7,500. But I had a financial plan and I also knew that my business had enough momentum when I would grow, right? I wouldn't make the same amount the following year when I was full-time. So then the following year, I doubled that, which was last year, 2022. And this year, I doubled that almost. In sales, I doubled. In cash, almost. So within two years... I've reached six figures, something that took me 10 in corporate, in pushing for it, okay? I wasn't complacent. I was actively thinking about promotions, wanting to grow, and so on. When I get back and think about where I was in corporate and where I was making, I could not even dream to get to maybe $200,000. I knew that my career in the way how far I progressed and so on was slowing down, that I was starting to reach a ceiling to where I was in the industry I was. And that at best, by the time I retired, maybe I would get to 180, maybe 200. But that was like pinnacle and I couldn't even imagine it. With my business right now, I know easily that I'm gonna bring quarter of a million dollars in sales next year that I can double to what I've done this year. I know it will happen. And if even, if it doesn't take me, if it takes me longer than a year, maybe 15 months, maybe two, it's still not impossible. It's possible and it's only the beginning. I can keep doing that for many, many years, reaching levels of financial freedom and financial flexibility that would have never, ever, ever been able to do in corporate. So I wanted to take that in and celebrate and explain to you a little bit more because my brain keeps wanting to tell me that it's not fast enough, that it's not big enough and all bad things because it tries to compare. So I can, you can see I'm not immune. But when I compare it to my journey, it blows my mind. Two years and I've crossed the six-figure line. In corporate, 10 years, five times faster. When I think about that, I think how much more I can accomplish, how much more impact I can make with what I'm doing right now with that. So I'm going to share a couple of more celebrations, maybe not all 10, because clearly I don't want this episode to be like an hour and a half of me going on a tangent. But another thing that comes out of it is that because I take payment plans for my clients, I have things in motion or in receivables, so sales done, but cash not received for the new year that is already putting me in such a better position financially than I was last year. Okay, so last year when in 2022, when 2023 was starting, I had probably eight times less 
or almost 10 times, I don't even know, but at least eight times less of receivables coming in that I have right now for 2024. So that's like also showing me how much my business is gaining momentum and how much I'm growing because now like I'm just expanding and almost have like more time to create the results for 2024 that I want. Okay. Now I love traveling. And this year, we've had some great, great travels. I've had some on my own, some just with my husband, some with the kids. The kids had their own travels as well. Even my husband has its own travel. When I look at that, it's just, I'm so grateful. And I want to celebrate that we can create that and that even I can create that for myself with the business and the life that I chose to live. That wasn't easy, leaving corporate world. And another thing that I started doing even more so this year is doing also things for me. Like, for example, picking up hip hop and going to hip hop classes. <laughs> it's, I don't look good dancing hip hop, but I have so much fun and it's such a great workout for me and I hate gym so I found this like middle ground when I have a lot of fun dancing and sweating and not dreading going to the gym and in the past I wouldn't have done it for myself I would have been guilty I would have told myself that I was selfish that my kids needed me to be there 100% of the time whether they really needed me or not and now I do it. I enjoy it. I have no guilt, no doubts about it. It's just part of my life. I want to celebrate that because I think, especially for us women, sometimes it's so hard to do. But when we don't do it, we feel jealous of others who do it. And then we tell ourselves that we, why we shouldn't or why we can't, right? So we live in the like vicious circle. And I know because I've done that. Let me tell you, it's so much more fun on the other side. <laughs> and then one last thing that I'm going to share is that I've pushed myself to be more vulnerable in front of people, to share more about my personal life, the way I think, or like even these celebrations. And maybe you're thinking, Maggie, more? I barely know you. I barely heard from you. But hey, give me some space. <laughs> I'm doing my best, but I really have pushed myself and it hasn't been easy, right? So just like my clients, doing hard things is prerequisite to growing a business because you need to grow first as the leader of your business, as a CEO, in order for the business to grow. And our growth will be different individually. So some of you might be hearing this and thinking, Meg, like, is that hard for you? Come on. It's so easy to just share about you and things and so on, right? And that's okay. That's not your growth, right? Your growth might be somewhere else that might be easy for me. It feels hard. And at the same time, yes, it can be fun. I'm actually having fun recording this podcast. I was, when I was sharing my personal stories around November and in the post, even though my brain before sitting down and writing them resisted and I had to force it to get it. But once I put it out there and people resonated with it and I got some great messages, it was fun. Okay, so it can be both. Things can be both hard and fun at the same time. So I wanted to celebrate that because that expanded my capacity to be more vulnerable and I can keep expanding that at my own pace. That's that for this week. 
I encourage you to do this exercise. So even if you didn't do maybe strategic planning for your business, just do this little part of it. Celebrate. Write down 10 things that you're proud of or that you want to celebrate that you've created this year in your personal and business. And then just take a moment and feel all the feelings that come up. Reflect on it. It will be very powerful. And then from there, build that belief for doing even greater things in 2024. Okay, and then next week, I will share with you the biggest lessons that I've had in 2023. Some of them were hard, some of them were less hard, but I think that reflecting on it, and that's something you can do for yourself as well, is very powerful to be so much more wiser going into the new year by learning from the lessons you've had in 2023. Okay, one last thing. If you want to double your business in 2024 without adding more work, I can help. I've done it for my business since I started. I've been doubling it every year, even part-time since I started. And I'm helping my clients to do the same. And all my clients get results. So don't delay. Hop on on the free consultation. That conversation in itself will give you a lot of aha moments and a lot of realizations. And I'm going to share with you also three focus areas that you can do or you should do to grow in 2024 without more work. And then we can see if we're a good fit for each other. All right, I'll leave the link to my schedule in the show notes so you can go there and hopefully talk to you soon. All right, bye everybody. Thank you for listening today. If this podcast resonated with you, please come back. Also, you can leave a review on whatever platform you're listening. And if you have a suggestion, question, or a topic you would like me to talk about, let's get in touch via email. Email me at maggie at stairwaytoleadership.com. See you in the next episode.